Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline at A to Z Sports. Also, hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans content. We do have to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us uh, and they make it happen for you guys. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com, the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans, if you've been injured in a car wreck for a free case consultation, call Hughes and Coleman, 800-800-4600. So, Zach, uh, it is official interview season for the NFL teams that are in looks for new head coaches and new GMs. We know the Tennessee Titans fired uh, GM John Robinson on Tuesday, December 6th. So over a month ago is when Amy Adams Strunk pulled the plug on the John Robinson era. And now they get to their first day of interviews when it comes to replacing the GM that all he did was get the Titans to six consecutive winning seasons until it absolutely fell apart. And so today, this coming from Ian Rappaport, the Titans will interview their top in-house candidates, and that would be VP of Player Personnel and Interim GM, Ryan Calden, who is pictured right there next to Mike Vrabel, and then Director of Player Personnel, Monty Austinfort. That's going to happen today for the vacant GM job. Sources say both have been prime candidates in other buildings and now get a shot uh, at their own, at their own job to replace John Robinson. And both these guys have been around for quite some time. And uh, Sam Phelan, our A to Z Titans reporter, helped me out <clears throat> by compiling this list. As Ian Rappaport said, uh, those two guys, Calden and Austin Fort, have gotten interviews in other buildings and now have a shot for the Titans. So Ryan Calden's interviews for other GM jobs, Zach, 2018 with the Carolina Panthers, 2021 with the Washington at that point football team. And then this past offseason, 2022 offseason, with both the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New York Giants. And then Monty Austinfort has had opportunities last season. All three of these were last offseason. The Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, and New York Giants. And then this offseason, the Arizona Cardinals have reached out to the Titans about Monty Austinfort for their open GM job. So, Zach, you know, here we go. We, we start this process, and the Titans have two guys they're going to talk to today formally for the interview to replace John Robinson. Yeah, and based on those interviews, I mean, they've had inter they've had interview experience, which is valued, right? Mm -hmm. And you learn 
Every single look, I haven't been to a lot of job interviews just because of the circumstance. I actually would love to go in a job interview. We're you, usually on the you're opposite. Selling your, been, yeah. I want to sell myself and say, hey, look, I'm going to change your franchise in so many different ways. I feel like uh, maybe one day in my life. But th this is one thing in that situation that they're starting to gain some experience, some valuable experience with these interviews. And it's probably only a matter of time before they get a job. I mean, that's just usually how the kind of the wave rolls. And so, you know, I think the first thing is you have to look at the value that you have in-house. You have yeah. to look at it. You have to look around and say, look, you trusted Cowden enough to give him the interim job when you fired John Robinson in a pinch yep. in the middle of the season, right? He brought in Josh Dobbs and Josh Dobbs came in and played a lot better than Malik Willis, a guy that had been drafted by John Robinson, the previous general manager, right? So you've got to look at all of these things, but you also have to look outside, and that's kind of the conversation that we are having today. But I think the positive is, is that Amy Adams Strunk knew, that, knew what she did. She did it for a reason, and then now you're in that next phase of the situation of replacing a massive exec in your franchise, which is a multi-billion dollar business, to come in and make better decisions than we've seen over the last couple of years. We all know why John Robinson got fired. Now looking back at it, diagnosing the bad and poor decisions that he made that ultimately cost him, and this is his words, not mine, his dream job, that he had done a really good job of, of taking the Titans from zero to where they were. But he got to a point where he was making some bad decisions and getting the Titans over the hump and being able to compete with the likes of the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, and the Kansas City Chiefs. There was just a drop-off. And so now I think Amy Adam Strunk's got to come in there and say, who is the guy that can get this franchise in a reset mode? And that's yeah. where they're at right now currently mm -hmm. with the structure of their roster and with what they know. How can a general manager come in here, fresh blood, and get the Titans, probably spend some money, yeah. and, and get the Titans over the hump where they can compete in the AFC, and it's not just a step back like we saw in the seven-game losing streak that ultimately ended their season and prevented them from hosting a playoff game. Yeah, uh, Nick on YouTube says, Zach could be the Titans GM and Austin could be the salary cap consultant. That would be a salary capologist, Nick. Uh, and that First rule of business, we're not trading A.J. Brown. <laughs> well, too late. And, and, uh, funny note, uh, I did see this uh, on the Ian Rappaport tweet uh, that, that basically talked about uh, the Titans uh, interviewing today in-house candidates Calden and Austin Fort. The first reply that I saw in my feed was, yeah, go get whichever one of them can get A.J. Brown back. <laughs> so yeah. I, thought, I thought that was funny. But quick note before we get to you guys in the comment section about the direction of the franchise, something I like that Amy Adams Strunk did that Mike Vrabel did not do is Amy Adams Strunk gave Ryan Calden a month of on-the-job opportunity to see what he could do. What Mike Vrabel did not do was give Tim Kelly at least a month of on the job opportunity to show what he could do because now Todd Downing is out officially as OC. We've been talking about that, but now Tim Kelly is a part of this uh, offensive coordinator conversation moving forward. 
And you could have used, you know, four or five games of Tim Kelly play calling uh, under your belt with that philosophy to see what you had. But that's a, a different that was never going to happen. I, I know. <laughs> it, 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 but again, that's, you know, Ryan Calden had some had some opportunities to make choices and decisions that were able to play out immediately that are judged. And that was, you know, a pro Amy Adams strunk uh, move from there where I did not necessarily like the way that Mike Vrabel handled it and could have, you know, made better opportunity out of what he had. But all right, Zach, let's get to the main question of the day, because I think the GM interviews today bring up a key question about the direction of the franchise in-house candidates, Ryan Cowden, Monty Allison Fort getting their former interviews today. Would you rather the Titans hire in-house or make an outside hire for GM? Would you rather the Titans hire in-house or make an outside hire for GM? I'll go through the list of outside candidates they have uh, requested for interview permission here in a second. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your new ride. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You look down at the bottom of the screen and you see some great vehicles. They can be yours for a great price at Wilson County Hyundai. Take a look at their inventory at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. you got the Palisade, full-size SUV, third-row seating. You've got the Sonata, which is a four-door sedan, which I love. The Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe, even the Ionic, which is battery-powered. Payne Bone owns the Wilson County Hyundai, family-owned and operated, and will hook you up with a great deal. Go there, test drive a vehicle today. It's 2023. You can get a really good deal at the beginning of the year right now on a new car and that maybe hasn't been sold in 2022. So go there, negotiate as you meet, just like the, the general manager and Amy Adams Scruck. You're going to have to negotiate whoever she finally hires, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Also, don't forget, use that BetMGM app. Hey, last night, it was Light the Lamp Wednesday in the NHL. Guess who took advantage of it? Me. I put 25 bucks down on Ovechkin to score a goal. He didn't score a goal, but I did get the max in free bets, $16 in free bets uh, from Light the Lamp Wednesday. And tonight, take advantage of NBA one-game parlay insurance with the BetMGM app. Uh, that is, you get up to $25 back. If your NBA one-game parlay of four legs or more falls one leg short, it's a great time to start betting the NBA now that we've seen a couple of months of trends of good teams, bad teams, props, all that type of stuff. NBA one-game parlay is a great way to build that bankroll with the BetMGM app and NBA one-game parlay insurance uh, can help you do that in a safe way with the BetMGM app. So, Zach, talking right now uh, with – the two in-house candidates interviewing today, that's VP of Player Personnel, Interim GN Ryan Cowden, and Director of Player Personnel, Monty Ossenfort, are talking to the Titans today formally. Here is the other list of, uh, of uh, scheduled interviews with Ian Cunningham, who is Assistant GM of the Chicago Bears. That interview is scheduled for Saturday. Adam Peters of the San Francisco 49ers, he declined... Uh, that interview as he wanted to quote focus on the Niners playoff run uh, and then other names that the Titans have reached out to Niners director of player personnel Rand Carthen Browns assistant GM Glenn Cook Quentin Harris who's the VP uh, for the Cardinals of player personnel and Malik Boyd Bill's senior director of pro personnel right there so that's the list there Zach so asking everybody in the chat on Facebook YouTube Twitch would you rather the Titans go in-house 
or make an outside hire for GM? Uh, Zach, I'll send you to the chat. Well, it's kind of a, a rock slide, as you would say, for right. uh, for outside. Andre, Michael, Clayton, Wax, Eric, Xavier, Caleb, Henry, Kayan, tighten up. Honky Tonk's going Whoopi Goldberg. I do not, I don't condone that. I think that would be an awful hire. Um, uh, Steven says outside. Nick says outside. Noah says outside. Valentino says outside. NJ Titans fan says outside. Soul says outside. Jarrell, Frank, M1, New Blood, outside, outside, outside. I mean, it's monotonous. It's outside, outside, outside. I mean, I don't Is there think anybody that, inside. Uh, uh, you inside. keep reading comments. I'll go look for inside. Here's inside. Another <laughs> inside, team's organization. Inside another team's organization. Uh, and, and for the record, Ian Cunningham, who is scheduled to talk with the Titans on Saturday, is uh, interviewing with the Cardinals for their GM job today. You know, uh, I did see a couple inside. Uh, you know, Blake says inside wouldn't be bad. They know what the issues are. So, you know, there's a, a very well, rare. Look, that, I, I think that brings up the argument for inside is how much power is Mike Vrabel going to actually wield? And I think that for Amy Adams Strunk has got to be decided right away. Is she hiring Mike Vrabel's boss or is she hiring Mike Vrabel's collaborator, as we'll talk about a little bit later in the show? And I think that opens the eyes of you don't want to bring in an outside guy that could possibly butt heads uh, if that could happen. If you do know a little bit more about how Mike Vrabel has worked with the two inside potential hires, then there's a benefit of that knowledge coming in. And as the, the commenter said, now you know what the problems are. You know, you look at if, if you're not in a position to make a decision making position. I'll give you an example. When I was working for radio stations here in Nashville, you used to drive me up the effing wall that because I was not in a, I was young 20s, I, I wasn't in the position of power, but I would gripe and bitch and moan because that's my, my personality to you know, make sure that change happens. I think it's justified based on this company of some of the decisions that I was trying to get them to make, but I was not in a position to make those. I was 20 something years old. They had general managers and managers and sales managers and, and account execs that wouldn't listen to me at, at the same time. And so that was a struggle. And I feel like I could have done a better job even at my young twenties to create a business because I thought that they were not using the right methods to be as successful as possible. And then, you know, we create this company and I think it's going pretty well so far and implementing some of the, the strategies that they wouldn't, that I think is what Cowden couldn't possibly bring to this and that's what he should sell. Yeah, yeah, he should sell. I look. I was looking at John Robinson making the problems. I didn't want to. I didn't want to trade AJ Brown. I thought that was the worst decision in the entire world. But I didn't have the power to make that decision. That was John Robinson move to trade away the best wide receiver we've ever drafted in our franchise's history. I would have never have done that, and I won't do that moving forward. Right? These are the type of things that he can sell to Amy Adams Strunk. I've worked with Mike Vrabel before. I want to collaborate with him. So, like, there are positives for looking inside. I think the chat 
is the emotion, which I completely understand, is the chat is saying outside, 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 because the grass has got to be greener somewhere else because this seven-game losing streak and the abomination of what the roster entails over the last two seasons, that's their battle cry. But I also see both sides of it. Yeah, so so to that point, let's look at these couple of inside guys. Because I guess neither of us has officially answered the question yet, which I think is okay. We'll, we'll get to that in here in a second because we're trying to lay it all out there to see where we believe. Because the two inside candidates the Titans are interviewing today, Ryan Cowden, the VP of player personnel, and then Monty Austinfort, who is the director of of player personnel. Let's just go and, and talk a little bit about these two guys. Ryan Cowden has been in the league for 23 years. This was 23 years. This was his seventh year with the Titans. He was originally joined the Titans in 2016, same year as John Robinson. John Robinson hired his GM in January, 2016. And then Cowden was right there with him as the director of player personnel. Then in 2018, uh, Ryan Cowden was promoted to vice president of player personnel, the job he had until he was the interim general manager. And then when Mon when uh, when Ryan Cowden was promoted to the vice president of player personnel, Monty Austinfort, who has been in the league for 21 years, uh, came in as the director of player personnel. So uh, Ryan Cowden is the higher ranking of the two inside candidates. Ryan Cowden promoted as a vice president of player personnel over Monty Austinport, who Austinfort, who is a director of player personnel. So is based on what you're saying, it would be easier to link Ryan Cowden with bad decisions made by John Robinson, where Austinfort could make the case that he was another step removed from bad decisions made by John Robinson. Well, will you, but you can't say well, yeah. that because you don't know the full input no, I, that Calden had. That's an that, assumption. That's, that's been that, fair again, to that's why I said. That's why I said could. I'm saying because all we can do from the outside, because media fans, we don't have the opportunity to watch at these personnel inside front office guys like we do position coaches and coordinators and head coaches and others, because we see those guys interact with players on the field during drills and practice. I have no idea what Ryan Cowden, Monty Austinfort, or, or well, I, John Robinson once, but I don't know what they are like watching a film, like watching film with them and breaking things down. I have no idea what they're like when it comes to evaluating, but what we can go off of based off of kind of what you said is that, you know, the lower you are in the on the totem, well, the lower you are in the ranking, the harder it is for your decisions to get up to the top. Ryan Cowden is closer to the top than Austin Ford. Here is the biggest thing of this job, okay? You brought it up, is the scouting. Like, go look at the scouting department, too. This is actually a great article that we, we should have Sam write. Go look at the scouting department and look at how long those scouts have been a part of the franchise. I think there's bigger problems on this. We talk about the surface level. You dive a little bit deeper of player evaluation and talent. There's a lot of scouts that have been there for a long time. Here's the general manager's job. What's the last word of general manager? Manager. It is managing people. 
it's much more than breaking down film. Sure. It's putting and implementing people. How you build a successful business company or structure is you have people that can manage other people well. And general manager tends to be able to delegate and make sure that he has the right pieces in place. This is where, look, I just argued, I have my answer, but I just argued for an inside hire for that. An outside hire says, okay, you know what fresh blood does? It comes in here and it has a different train of thought of management. Maybe it will rid out some of the guys underneath that obviously have not been managed correctly and maybe can't manage other people that they are in charge of because we've had this fall. I mean, this has been a disastrous fall for the Tennessee Titans. They were seven and effing three, and they lost seven straight games and literally gave, handed over the AFC South title and millions and millions and millions of dollars to host a playoff game to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who didn't even play that good of a game yeah. in week 18. That This is a huge issue. So I think the argument of the chat is sitting here saying is, there's a bigger problem here that not it's not maybe necessarily John Robinson. Maybe it's the managers managing other people that have not done a good job. And this is from the scouts that, you know, they're 365 days. The reason why John Robinson was fired when he died was because of the scouting season, right? Because of how that works. Maybe they need, as you know, you say about in-house, out, outside house, maybe they need a clean house. So, so you think your answer is what, Zach? My, my answer is with the chat. It is outside. I think that there needs to be a identity change. And I think, look, I, I also, here's where I struggle is because if you go inside, maybe you're more likely to go outside on the coaching staff, right? Like you're probably not going to stay the same because that's not working. But I do believe that they need fresh blood the Titans have always had the same philosophy, and I don't think it works anymore. Run the ball and play good defense. Today's age, you need to play good defense, but you need to throw the ball. You need to be able to move move the ball. You need to be able, in a two-minute situation, when you're down by four, go get a touchdown. And they don't have the players and the structure, to be honest, to do that. So I think they need to go outside and get some new ideas from outside of St. Thomas Sports Park that maybe, Austin, you know, we talk about maybe the stubbornness of Mike Vrabel, maybe some fresh blood coming in there. A shakeup is sometimes a good thing. And I so, think in this situation, a shakeup will be a good thing. The Titans need a new identity. Okay. And so he, that's where I'm going to ask uh, this question in a second. And I, and I will get to my answer. I'm not skirting it. I will get to my no, answer. No, I'll but, make sure that. So, yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that. Uh, but you made me think of like who created this current identity, right? So like think about the Titans identity and when did it truly start? Uh, and so chew on that for a second. Uh, and then I'll come back and we'll talk more about that. And I'll give my answer because the, the question that we're continuing to ask and get your answers, would you rather the Titans hire in-house or make an outside hire for GM? But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you go to the Bone and Joint Institute because they'll help you out. They've got the doctors who specialize in literally any injury that could possibly happen to you, whether it's foot all the way up to your 
your shoulder, neck, head injuries. They've got it covered. They've got state-of-the-art facility for both uh, diagnosing, fixing, surgical, or rehab, whatever you guys might need for that injury. So if you get hurt in life, son or daughter gets hurt playing some type of sport, whatever it might be, the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. AZ Sports, we're powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. They got you covered when it comes to hooking up here with great deals. BetMGM one-game NBA parlay insurance. Get up to $25 back if your NBA one-team parlay of four legs, four-plus legs falls. So that insurance can help you, right? That four-leg parlay, you can win some big money if you strategically put together a really good bet. New users use the promo code ATOZ Sports and download the app today. All right. So I just kind of went through my uh, Zach. Your answer was you want an outside hire for the Titans GM, not inside, where Ryan Cowden and Monty Austin Fort are doing their formal interviews today for that Titans open GM uh, position. So you kind of brought up the, the mentality, the mindset, the philosophy, the identity of the Tennessee Titans. And so I asked, when did that start? Eric said it started when the Titans drafted Eddie George. And that was <laughs> Eric, the huge. Eric's Eric, getting the love of the show. I, Run the I, football. No, big no, back. You no, know, like that's look. I mean, like if if I mean if you want to go that direction, you say no. It dry. It started when they drafted Earl Campbell out of Texas back. No, it's like in modern titans why when did their identity shift they're not playing modern football though no but hold on but like again zach who was the head coach that amy adams strunk fired in the first 12 months of her being the controlling owner who was the head coach that amy adams strunk said no out of here well ken wizenot yes who was a throw the damn ball type of coach. Now he had his other issues and lack of management. But again, like, let me, let me, let me get, let me finish this. So John Robinson was hired as the GM. Mike Malarkey was the interim coach that was retained. One of the first moves that John Robinson did was instead of being Ken Wisenhunt style, spread the ball out, throw it, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Kendall Wright running, you know, stop routes, short routes, and being a very horizontal offense. John Robinson traded for DeMarco Murray in like the first month on the job. Then three months later, he drafted Derrick Henry in the second round after drafting Jack Conklin at number eight. And so that John Robinson is where the Titans current identity began. And John Robinson was instrumental in the hiring of Mike Vrabel because they wanted to be able to hop in the car and drive to Mobile, Alabama for the senior bowl and talk all the way together about the players they want to go get. And they and they drafted for a long time. Mike Vrabel and John Robinson co-drafted together guys who fit that philosophy. So when you're talking about the Titans identity, Mike Vrabel's still here. I feel like we all have a good grasp on what Mike Vrabel wants his football teams to look like. Does that mean a different philosophy from the GM? Because we don't know what Ryan Calden's preference is if he's running the show nor do we know Austin Fort's. Austin Fort came from the Patriots before the Titans, and Calden spent a lot of years with the Carolina Panthers through the early to mid-2000s before joining John Robinson in 2016. So what is Mike Vrabel's philosophy on football without John Robinson? Is it more open it up, or is it more 
the style that we expect. What do you think? Yeah, it's the but that's why you need somebody outside to come in here and say, "Look, but how Mike, much power Mike, is Mike your way's not have? working. It's not working." Look, you can be tough and physical and smart, but you you know who else is that? I mean, the Buffalo Bills are tough, physical and smart. Like they they build that characteristic. That is their characteristic. Yeah. But they also, again, the the new general manager will be judged based on their next quarterback. It's just the facts. So if he picks right, that's will be judged. If he picks wrong, he'll be judged by that. But Austin, you need somebody to come up here and come in if things aren't working and maybe convince the top dog in Mike Vrabel, look, here's a different way of thinking about things. You can still be who you want to be, but your offense has been coleslaw for the last two years. Sure. And that's Uh, unacceptable. It's not fair to you, Mike Vrabel. We've got to come up here and look, you may have to take a little bit from the defense to give to the offense. You may have to trade away Jeffrey Simmons to get future first-round picks to get your quarterback. Who knows? I don't know what the, the philosophy is going to be. But, Austin, I I think that it is more likely and more logical that fresh blood from outside coming in and saying, this is where I've had success before, maybe will work, I think, in my mind, will work better than Cowden saying, well, Look, we know where we messed up. Let's just kind of slightly adjust and and tweak. I think this roster and this philosophy and this franchise, it needs a little bit more than tweaking. Sure. So my official answer on, you know, what would you rather have in-house or make an outside hire? After You know, look, I was going through the identity thing because you brought that up. But I, I do agree with the majority. I think an outside hire would be the right move for this organization to have that checks and balances kind of like what you said Zach with Mike Vrabel because whether Mike Vrabel wants to admit it or not whether it was intentional or not Mike Vrabel won the power decision between he and John Robinson the Amy Adams Strunk wanted to continue with the head coach and thought that the GM was the problem and so that was the decision that she made and so Mike Vrabel was the de facto winner there so I do think an outside hire would be best uh, and, you know, two guys that I look at that I think I'm intrigued by because of their past, you know, I, you know, Glenn Cook, who's with the Browns. I don't know what Glenn Cook has or hasn't done, but usually staying away from the Browns organization is a good thing. And that's nothing against Glenn Cook personally. Staying away from uh, the Cardinals is probably a good thing, too. Again, nothing against Quentin Harris, but two guys because of their spots, where they came from that I'm interested in. Rand Carthen, because he's the 49ers director of player personnel. Yeah, go look at that Niners personnel. Pretty damn good. <laughs> and so I think that's interesting, and that's a run-first type offensive philosophy with a defense that gets after the quarterback, and finding the personnel to fit that is exactly what the Niners have done with quarterback, you know, uh, rotating, evolving door, whatever, however you want to go about it. So I, I like that idea of Rand Carthen. Uh, uh, because Adam Peters turned down the opportunity. The other one that strikes me curious is Ian Cunningham. He's only been with the Bears for one year, but Ian Cunningham grew up under Ozzie Newsom with the Ravens and also spent a lot of time more recently with the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been able to put together a very talented roster and have been able to adapt 
that roster to fit the modern NFL. So those two guys briefly are who I'm very intrigued with overall who could be outside candidates. I think it's also funny, you know, the chat when I brought up the, you know, Jeffrey potential trading Jeffrey Simmons is just, you know, a nuance of what I was talking about. You know, the, the chat went crazy, right? Which Jeffrey Simmons is a a stellar football player. Again, it's just an idea, right? It doesn't mean that it has to be done. It's the direction of your team. I think that the Titans fan base, and I understand this because we talk to him every single day. And Austin, I think you would agree with this. I think that they're scorned. I think that they don't believe that they can make good first round picks. And it doesn't mean that they can't with a new decision maker. They've made some very, I mean, historically bad first round picks in the last several years. And that's on John Robinson's head. And that's why he's no longer the general manager. But it doesn't mean that a new general manager can't come in here and have a different mindset and a different philosophy. And you got to believe a little bit. And I know it's hard, but you got to believe that a new GM can come in here and take an 11th overall pick and turn him into a stellar 11th overall pick, you know? But they haven't had a lot of that. They've had a lot of whiffs and misses. And I would even go as far as to say first and second round. And so they've got to pick better at the top, but they have to know what they're picking and why they're picking. And so, you know, from from this year moving forward, they got a hit. And I think, look, the, the chances of them continuing to whiff on first round picks, I think is slim. I don't think that, I, I don't, I, I think they should get better. So that should give Titans fans a little bit more hope. And I think that's why you need a new set of eyes to come in here and pick new players. And Michael Kennedy says, what's the bears record? I would stay away from the bears. I would go after San Francisco's director of player personnel. Like, so like again, Ian Cunningham and Ryan Poles, Ryan Poles is the new GM of the bears is, is within his first 12 months. Ian Cunningham is within his first 12 months of being a part of the bears and so, you know, the plan was to try to build around Justin Fields and get a high draft pick. And that was a kind of a, a, a lower level roster on purpose a little bit. So I don't think you hold the Bears season against Ryan Poles or Ian Cunningham and Sam Phelan, our A to Z Tides reporter, who is a Chicagoland native, uh, knows that that Bears plan is a long term plan. And it wasn't about winning as many games as possible in 2022. So here's the last thing I say before we move on to the next topic. What was John Robinson's favorite word? I mean, he had some buzzwords. I mean, team first. No, when he drafted. Oh, I mean, my, I, it wasn't necessarily his. It was what I said. No, it was his. It was was value. Value. Okay. He was a value GM where, you know, last year, you know, Austin, they had two first-round picks. Do you know that? Well, initially. I mean, after the first trade, yes. They yeah, did. they had two first-round picks, but they didn't pick two first-round players because they wanted to go get value. So they traded back. They, wa- they, they constantly wanted to trade back and get value because they picked better players in the later rounds. How you build a good franchise, you brought up the San Francisco 49ers, They've picked really good in what round? First. The first round. Yeah, but they've also had high picks, and we've been over this recently, where they've had high picks because of quarterback injuries. The the Niners have either won the division 
and gone to the NFC what have they done with those picks? Or sucked. Right. What have like, they done with those picks, though? They've it's hit. the result of those first-round picks. Uh, I understand. So I understand. The philo- like, that's why I want somebody to come in. If, if you're a Titans fan, you want somebody to come in. And, look, value is great. It's a good word. But I think that John Robinson lived by it and ultimately died by it in the end. All right, so let's get to this because uh, you talk about John Robinson's favorite word. Amy Adams-Strunk showed us her favorite word when it came to the the message she sent out via Jim Wyatt, the Titans website. Uh, is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Amy Adams-Strunk emphasized collaboration four times in two paragraphs? Uh, but first, Zach, tell everybody about our great friends, Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, uh, Farnborough Health Plans, FBHP.com, right there on the screen. Plan on them for health, dental, and vision. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farnborough Health Plans can help you. FBHP.com slash A to Z is where you need to go to get your health plan. I got my health plan last year. I'm carrying it over into this year because of the great value. Save 20%. It's a quick health assessment. You get a quote, and you realize, wow, this plan is great. I get contact allowance free teeth cleanings. That is the type of plan that they can provide to you. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Also, don't forget the BetMGM app has a great deal for you. That is the NBA one game parlay insurance. So with BetMGM, uh, you go opt into the NBA one game parlay insurance and you get uh, up to 25 bucks back if your NBA one game parlay of four legs or more falls one leg short. So check them out right there. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions, subject qualification, eligible requirements, wars issued, and knowledge for bets. So credit for best expiring seven days for plumbing game support. Call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Here live, Zach, on uh, this Thursday show. We'll get to the magic bucket here in a second. But Amy Adams-Strunk showed her favorite word, uh, in the uh, in the release she sent out via Jim Wyatt, and that is collaboration. Jim Wyatt, this is his article in TennesseeTitans.com. Quote, we want someone who's an exceptional talent evaluator, exceptional roster building, someone who's an excellent decision maker. I also want someone who is a collaborator. She continues, but more than anything, I want someone that can collaborate. That is super important to me, being able to find this person who can collaborate so we're all working together. She continues, the GM and the head coach are going to report to me, but as an organization, we expect culture working together. I think collaboration amongst all of us is going to be important. So is that a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Amy Adams-Strunk emphasized co- collaboration four times in one in two paragraphs right there? I mean, I think it is just what the circumstance is. I mean, you know, you're kind of doing it ass backwards. You have a head coach, you're hiring a GM. Usually the general manager hires the head coach. You've been there before. What happened to that last time? Not saying Mike Vrabel is going to have seen the same fate of Mike Malarkey. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you could you could sit here and say that it is a big deal. You could sit there and say there's a no deal. So I'll... I'll say small deal in the sense of the general manager knows that he's going to have to work with Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is one coach of the year. Like that's just the circumstance that Amy Adams Strunk has again put this franchise in and it's asked backwards. It's not usually the structure and what happened, you know, John Robinson ultimately had to go find his guy and his guy was Mike Vrabel. You hope that that doesn't happen again. And Mike Vrabel is fired. So you're kind of playing with a little fire 
Uh, but I do think because Mike Vrabel has proven, I think Mike Vrabel just needs a better offense. If this general manager can come in and get a good offense with good offensive players to help Mike Vrabel's defense and his coaching ability, I think that the Titans can compete. Not with the the the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, but with the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs. Like That's who they're trying to compete with. So I'll say small deal because it can go either way. They've been there before and they've kind of somewhat survived it, but it was at the expense of one of their guys. So that's what I think. Yeah, so Ken says big deal, meaning she's going to be more involved. Hopefully she doesn't come, become Jerry Jones. I don't think you have to worry about that. Orlando says big deal. Vrabel was pissed about the AJ trade draft night, assuming that's where the collaboration uh, comes from. Uh, Donald says big deal, says that Robinson went into business for himself towards the end. So that's that's what I feel like, Zach, has been the reaction from Titans fans and some media, not all media, but, but a lot of Titans fans is that Amy Adams Strunk was talking about John Robinson when she dropped collaboration four times in two paragraphs. But my thought was, why, why is she, why would she try to send a message to John Robinson in a comment about the new GM? Could that also be a message to Mike Vrabel, who's going to have to work with the new GM? Like, what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, I didn't think it was talking about John Robinson. I mean, I saw a lot of people. I think the first reaction was that was about John Robinson. Kind of what Donald was saying is that J-Rob was not a good collaborator. And so now she wants to go find a better collaborator. Well, no, the, the, the deal is, is that this new general manager is going to be forced to collaborate with the head coach that's not going anywhere. So who? So do you think? I mean, so you? I, I, I'm glad that we agree that it was not about J. Rob because I think the first thing was people jumped. At I, that. Did, I didn't see that. Yeah, but I, I that, thought that it didn't was make more about. I thought it was more about you know, Vrabel's included. Yes. with the new GM. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's going to be included in some of these interviews. They said at some point, quote unquote. Yeah. So like the head coach, usually the owner makes the decisions. The owner sits there and says, look. General manager, you're, we're going to hire you as a general manager. You can go find your head coach. The general manager interviews, they get candidates. That is how the traditional way. This is this is a little unorthodox on the sense of how a, an NFL team is usually structured. They're working from the bottom up instead of the top down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I that's also the collaboration. So whoever I, that wasn't John Robinson. That they, they, right. you should have moved on when you break up with somebody. You move on. Yeah, but you know, I think it's unfair to John Robinson to see that those quotes from Amy Adams Shrunk and then just jump at, oh, John Robinson didn't collaborate. Like, I think that's not fair to John Robinson. I'm sure because, that, that there was some undertones of that, right? Well, I, I mean, mean like, and here I think I think that the the scene from the war room when they traded AJ Brown and it panned to Mike Vrabel, what I think fans read a lot into his body language. And it was like, wow, I mean, they just did this. And Mike Vrabel, yeah, he yeah, looks like he's he's sucking that dip spit a little bit tighter after after they traded away their best wide receiver. But again, that's not like that's a you know, John Robinson was sick to his stomach. He said too the next day about like nobody uh, wanted, like nobody yeah, was excited. Bro, about like that. that that I I you know what I said to that? If you were, if you really didn't want to do it, don't do it. You shouldn't have lowballed his ass with sixteen million. Right, but again, like 
the the plan was never to trade AJ Brown. That was always like the break glass in case of emergency. And John Robinson thought there was an emergency. And that was John Robinson's fault because right, there wasn't it, an emergency. Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and DK Zach, Metcalf. Zach, I, I'm not, Zach, Zach, stop. Time out. Time out. Please. I'm not getting into that. I don't care about what you're saying there. I'm talking about the emotional reaction that you saw Rabel react in a way. John Robinson was also reacting in a disappointed way too emotionally. Not as much though in that well, scene. Yeah, because but I, that's all that fans saw. You can't sit there and say like that's what was 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 revealed to the public. I mean, there's all you're, there's you're also talk, a, but you brought this up. You sat there and said that fans reacted this way. I'm just telling you how fans reacted to that scene uh, in the and, war room and, when AJ Brown got traded. Sure, and Mike Vrabel reacted more dramatically than John Robinson. That's did. the and, facts, right? That I'm not saying it's not, dude, but I'm also saying that. That doesn't mean there is a mishap in collaboration. That in every general GM head coach relationship, there's never a 100% agreement. That's impossible because it's opinions about evaluation and players and uh, things that are hard to confirm. It's a lot of speculation and guessing and, and estimation and what's going to happen. And you have to make decisions and you're never going to be all on board with everything. And so, but based off of, what Mike Vrabel said is that he and John Robinson had a great working and personal relationship together. And, you know, I, I believe that. So I don't think Amy was pointing out that J-Rob was not a good collaborator. I just think that's a point of emphasis for Mike Vrabel and the new person moving forward, no, whoever no, I, it may be. I think the mistakes for John Robinson got him fired. They looked at and they said, look, yes. the, that's so there's consequence when you don't do your job well. Well, of course. Who's, and who's Mike Vrabel was... And Mike Vrabel, look, there's criticism, and then it all fell apart, right? I think looking at the last seven games, it all fell apart. We can all say that once that happened, I don't think that Mike Vrabel handled it as well as he should have because of the Todd Downing thing, as we've kind of talked about at length. But now you're at a point where I think that's what the conversation is, is you need somebody to come in here. What Amy is saying in this statement is she's going to go hire somebody and – Mike Vrabel is going to be here. So you're going to have to work with him, right? It's yeah. like, uh, you know, dating somebody with kids. The kids aren't going anywhere. You're going to be a stepdad, okay? So you're going to have to you're going to have to work with them. That's just how it's going to be. And if you're going to be in this relationship, you got to deal with the stepkids. This is the situation of what Amy Adams Strunk is saying through these interviews is, hey, when you are hired here, Mike Vrabel is going to be here. He ain't going anywhere. You're going to have to collaborate and work with him. That's what I read into the statement. All right. That's fair enough. A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Look, a lot of good conversations. Uh, once again, you know, here is the, the schedule uh, for the Titans GM interviews. Today, the two in-house candidates, Ryan Cowden and Monty Austinfort, get their opportunity on Saturday. Ian Cunningham, who is assistant GM of the Bears after spending a lot of time with the Eagles and then the Ravens previous to that, Adam Peters of the San Francisco 49ers declined to interview. And then Glenn Cook, Rand Carthen, Quentin Harris, Malik Boyd, nothing scheduled yet when it comes to their conversations with the Tennessee Titans. And Ian Cunningham is talking and going through the formal interview with the Arizona Cardinals for that GM job today on Thursday. So Zach, it is a Thursday. Let's go ahead and get to the magic bucket that makes it fun for all of us. 
Uh, but first, I'm going to tell you guys about Hughes and Coleman, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. If you are injured in a car wreck in the future, hopefully it doesn't happen. But if it happens, you need to go to Hughes and Coleman Injury Lawyers and call them for a free case consultation. The number is 800-800-4600. They've recovered over $1 billion for their clients uh, in Tennessee and in Kentucky. And we'll do the same thing for you and battle against that insurance company to get every dollar you deserve. So if a car wreck happens and you have an injury, there's one place to go. The official injury lawyers, the Tennessee Titans, Hughes and Coleman, uh, with their free case consultation after calling them at 800-800-4600. Hughes and Coleman, injury lawyers, principal office, Nashville, Tennessee. A to Z Sports were powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports, all one word, right there in the promo code tab for new users. They are the king of the sports book. You can download the app in your Apple or app, uh, Android store. And BetMGM has one game NBA parlay insurance. Get up to $25 back if your NBA one game parlay of four or more legs falls short. Man, if it falls a leg short, you get that insurance. That's BetMGM. Download the app today. It is a great app. They're hooking you up. Well, we're hooking you up with uh, a little magic bucket. Magic Bucket Thursday here to wrap up this show. Zach, I believe it is your sticker week. Uh, so I will let you hit us with your sticker for the bud for the bucket this week. And then uh, we'll see what the bucket has in store. Yes, my sticker. Um, actually, this is a shout out to uh, a guy that was a sales mentor of me, of mine, mm-hmm. when I was young, uh, when I was working for the radio stations that I already, uh, I, I talked about earlier. And Help me learn how to create emails, write and talk to clients, call on the phone, cold call, close, all those things. And he has a marketing uh, advertising agency, and I was at his Christmas party over the holidays. So Tallborn Marketing, shout yeah. out to Justin Still, uh, our guy. Um, who's, he's, he's a great dude, great sales guy. He's got a great agency. Tallborn Marketing will be represented on the Magic Bucket. All right, I like it. I think uh, a new bucket might be in store, or we'll just start having to cover up all these old stickers. Uh, there's just yeah. no more green space. It's uh, it's like a teenager's <clears throat> dresser. Gross. There's no way that they today's... still do that. No, there's no way. There's no way. Nah, that's they have done. digital stickers. Yeah, right. Um, I think I have not done this for you again. This is from our guy Shrike. That I get to pick your next meal. I've already done this. You've uh, I had to eat McDonald's. Okay, I, I remember it's been pulled. I've never Sam, done that for you. Well, Sam <laughs> did it for me, so I'm off the hook. No. Sam, yeah, because Sam, it's all about like the person who has to eat it, not the person who has to pick. Sam picked for me because I had to go double impossible whopper with extra mayo which was disgusting um and so so now major punishment so sam is the only person who is yet to do this so uh, i'll continue to take it back out so i don't pull it again by accident that's the worst one in there too yeah it really is because it just ruins your day you drank a beer a beer on the show right yes okay All right. Yeah. 
All right, this is a timed thing. So what's going to happen is I'm going to pull up my stopwatch. I'm going to say the question twice. I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to repeat it, and then I'm I'm going to start the stopwatch when you begin. And how many? How much time? This is. It's just how fast can you do this? Okay. So it's up to you is to go as fast as you possibly can. All right. Make sense? Yep. All right. So here it comes. I'm going to say it twice. Zach, say the alphabet as fast as you can. Say the alphabet as fast as you can on your start. A, B, C, D, F, G, H, A, J, G, L, M, P, Q, R, S, T, V, W, X, Y, and Z. Woo! 2.98 seconds. Woo! <laughs> That's record, baby. World time. Oh, that, I mean, that's fast. I, I, you know, that's hand time, right? Not electronic time, but hand time speed as we approach uh, 40 yard dash season. Uh, but hand time, 2.98 seconds. So you can put that in your in your uh, hat, little feather there for you. There and, you, you know, go. Jared says that was weak. I don't know. Pretty that's good. Quick draw. No, it's quick draw. All right. That was, that was fun. I like that. Was that, yeah, was that a, Nick asked, was that a wind-aided alphabet? <clears throat> oh, okay. I just have to say what my favorite color is and why. So, um, you know, sometimes easy, you get easy. easy Thursday. Yeah, um, man, I, I think I am a, I'm, I, I'm not a navy blue person, but I'm also like that shade between like varsity royal blue and navy blue. It's like a, a the slight, um, not the A to Z blue either, yeah, it, yeah, but it's like the it's like the distressed darker blue. You know what I mean? Is it like let's see here, this blue like because there's there's different. No, that's a little too more royal for me. I like it a little bit more dark and like pat not pastel, but not as vibrant. So it's it's not either Titans blue. It's like a little bit of distressed, like faded navy. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I don't. So blue. Yeah. It's specific, but blue. Yeah. It, it matches my eyes. Yeah, I guess you have blue eyes. I have I have light. My eyes are more like blue gray. Blue gray. And occasionally green. If I'm wearing green, my eyes look green. My eyes are like chameleon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, Nick. Yeah, thank you. Blue, but with a hint of charcoal in there. Like faded or muted? The nose give it a little... Yeah, 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 yeah. A a muted blue? Yeah. Faded blue? A a muted slash faded, little darker than royal blue. Sapphire? I don't know. No, sapphire (laughs) is way too vibrant. Sapphire is very, very vibrant. But that that is my uh, favorite color. There you go. All right, guys. Well, hey, great Thursday show. We'll see how the Titans interviews with the two in-house candidates, Calden and Austin Ford, go today. And we'll react to a lot of more off-season topics. As we mentioned yesterday, we've got our off-season topic uh, Google Doc ready to roll. Uh, And so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for more live stream and Titans off-season reaction. Buck Rising will be live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime, on his Thursday night. And we'll be back 
on a Friday morning tomorrow at 8 a.m. Central Time. We'll see you guys then. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.